0: Forget everything that you think you know about comics. Some say the battle of good versus evil is never ending because evil always survives. Some say that there are two types of people in this world, those who drink beer and those who enjoy a good comic. But well, damn it, we are the bridge. And to that we say, cheers. We are your guardians, your watchful protectors from everything mundane. Because in the real world, you either die a hero or you drink long enough to see yourself become the villain. There's a war going on out there. How can you be sure you're on the right side? The ageless debate of what's right and wrong brought to your headphones with the simplest of solutions. With great beer comes great responsibility. And we accept that responsibility. For in brightest day, in blackest night, no evil shall escape our sight. We are hop heroes, bringing the relevance of great beer and comic book stories to life. Hello and welcome to another edition of Hop Heroes, the show where we talk about our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes. I'm your host, Jordan Aerith, and with me as always, we have talented artist, comic enthusiast, and someone's wearing that tee really well today. Uh, J.R. Gonzalez. What's up, Jr.?
1: Hey, what up, yo? What up, Dyke? It's Memorial Day, son. I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing well having some fun i watched uh we had some barbecue stuff yesterday i ate really well so um nice. i watched new mutants <laughs> yesterday bold having choice fun yeah it was, it's great it was a great show or movie it was a great movie are
0: you saying that or you actually feel that you believe that with your heart that it was a great flick
1: it was a uh good it was a good movie i was intrigued i didn't get bored. Um. I got bored watching uh Zack Schneider's movie, the uh Zombies La Vegas thing, whatever. Army of Dead um, Army oh. of the Dead. You didn't you got bored with that I thought that one was fun. That was more fun than New Mutants. I kept stopping it. I'm not even done yet. I just keep stopping it and
0: I got yeah. to the scene
1: where sh- he pulls the baby out and I'm like, Okay, well this is great.
0: Um Yeah, it's not meant for for Netflix. It's I saw it in theaters and it was, was a it? theater flick for sure.
1: What just because it's loud and yeah. big oh, action,
0: okay. you know, Let's mm-hmm. unless you have a nice little like theater set up at home. It's just not the same feel. There's not a whole lot yeah, of sense yeah. to that.
2: You know?
1: I did have it on my Bose speaker, but I don't know. Yeah, I I, I actually like the New Mutants. It's it seems it's uh, categorized as a horror film. I don't know too much about the New Mutants and the, and the characters. I do know some of them. I did get to see some uh, magic who's a great character, which is uh, Colossus's little sister. Mm-hmm. um in there played by Anna Taylor is that right um the girl from the
0: witch i don't know what her name is but she's in a lot of stuff
1: yeah you know she was on glass and or uh yeah. all that stuff so yeah she's a pretty big actress now so
0: see i liked i didn't like the movie i liked the idea i feel like they were all miscast though i feel like she should have played aria's character and then Arya should have played her character if they would have swapped I feel like they would have been such better in their roles. Like the character Arya was playing, I just didn't believe it was, it's just yeah, not her style.
1: It was. It was interesting. I mean, I don't know. She. I, I think her name's Anna Taylor. She just. She's got this like look to her that she can do any. Like she looks almost like everybody, but almost, but also at the same time like nobody. So you she's, kind of she's got a very
0: it. stoic face. Like it doesn't look like like it's almost emotionless. So you can't, mm-hmm. can't you can't really read her. So I, I hear what you're yeah, saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of. uh She looked great. She had the same exact hairs as Magic. She had, you know, it was good to see the the psychic blade or whatever. So, but yeah, I watched that. Um, how's everything going for you so far this lovely weekend that we're having,
0: Dude, in Washington I'm, State. I'm riding high this weekend, man. So many good things have happened. First off, my buddy CJ. I believe you've met. Um, his ba- his uh, baby Possibly. shower was yesterday, so I uh, went down oh, to nice. that. Had a barbecue, had some sandwiches. Um, the I watched the Friends reunion. Um, oh, so did we? Yeah, yeah. That was couldn't that was
1: help a, it. Thought of you ride. the whole time.
0: What you thought of me the whole time? Yeah, good. Thought of you the whole time. Glad I could plant that seed early on in our friendship. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Um, I thought the Friends reunion was done really well. It made me a little sad to see Matthew Perry just mm-hmm. not in his element. I mean, he was in his. He had a little zingers here and there, but you could tell he's just a little off nowadays and has those fake teeth, but Joey was great. Odd seeing David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston had a little romance on set that never, never blossomed. That was wild. Yeah, David um, Schwimmer
1: looked great though. For every like, he looked one, him and and um, uh, Phoebe was a lot uh, of
0: Botox. Yeah, but yeah, they well, wear they it well. they
1: those those two looked really good compared to the other. I mean, Joey obviously or Matt LeBlanc looked. He just kept looking.
0: Like, he just kept going. Yeah, it's yeah
1: you, you don't style. care. <laughs> I dug it, so
0: yeah. Uh, but yeah, that happened. Um, Bo Burnham's special came out today, his new one, and he's like my favorite comedian, so I am so excited to watch that tonight. I've been holding out for that. Um, and I mean, it's a holiday weekend. It's Memorial Day. We have Monday off, at least I do, um, and so it's a, it's a long weekend. And I've been on this diet change since March, and I have been weighing myself the first of every month. This month, I decided to weigh myself a couple of days before the first because I'm being lazy this weekend, and so I didn't want to know note my weight was after that. <laughs> but since March first, man, 37 pounds down, so in climbing. Ah,
1: oh, so proud of you! Like I said, first time I, I hadn't seen you in a while, and I saw you. you looked uh rail thin and way taller than you than you uh, typically look, but you are pretty tall already.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I, well. I'm still growing, so. That, that okay, it's it. good.
1: I I need some of that in my life. <laughs>
0: but thanks, man. Yeah. So all, all all good this weekend. All good stuff. Um, good. But yeah, so we're on Memorial Day weekend, and we have a jam-packed episode coming to your ear holes. Not only are we talking the new Modoc series on Hulu from Patton Oswalt and Jordan Blum that I am just so excited to talk about, but we also have. College radio, a local Seattle band, coming on to talk about their love for comics and their love for music and what they've been doing in the music scene, um, pre and post COVID. So excited to have Gordon and the boys on there. Um, and Super excited to all of that. Yeah, we have a beer to talk about from Leavenworth's own Icicle Brewing. So, oh, without nice. further ado, let's go to that beverage breakdown. So today we played a game of what is in Jordan's fridge after a few parties at his house over the weekend. Because people just bring over various beers, and some are left, and it's kind of like a potpourri or a potpourri, if you will, of Mm. beers in my fridge that I get to choose from to discuss on the episode. So today we're doing Ice School. I've never had Ice School beer. This is Enchantments Hazy Hazy IPA. It is a Leavenworth Brewery, but they reign from a hop farm in Prosser, actually. Uh, The Breloat family has been um, farming hops for 140 years, surprisingly enough, which is phenomenal. And uh, the hops for these beers come from it for Ice cool Brewing, which was started in 2011. And they've won several awards um, since then. And so this is my first beer from them. I'm very excited. And if you just look at that, that's a beautiful, beautiful hazy IPA right there.
1: Look how I love it! Look how mm. cloudy that is. And I mean, I'm
0: just gonna look at that pour.
1: It's just pff, <laughs> picturesque. Good.
0: All right. Okay. So off off the top, that's that's got a, a, a little tropical hue to it, but but almost like a almost like a peach peach forward smell. And for the listeners out there, the color is just a. It starts off dark goldenrod at the top, and it fades almost like a lemonade at the bottom.
1: It's mm. just... Beautiful. Love it when we say lemonade and beer. hmm mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. What are you laughing at? Oh.
0: oh
1: our, our... Our... Our sounds when you drink beer and my sounds when I watch you drink beer. Your, <laughs> your, what I'm... your
0: soft, su- subtle <laughs> moans of pleasure <laughs> watching <laughs> me lap this up. Oh, this is a good <laughs> beer, dude. <Love> <laughs>
1: Oh wow. Ah.
0: I'm a I'm a big fan of that. That it's almost like a it's got peach to it. It's it's but it's got enough bitterness to where it's like very even on the bitterness sweetness scale and that's okay. really important to me. It's almost got like you know white grape. Have you had that flavor? I have, yeah. It almost has a little bit of white grape to it to me. I don't know.
3: Hmm.
0: But uh that's that's a fully supporter. I, I fully support this beer. Um six point seven percent uh, the IBUs are really low, it's only 35, but it's got enough bitterness and it's not too bitter, so you can drink several of them, which I know is important to a lot of our listeners out there, myself included. Um, so yeah, if you're in Leavenworth, swing by Icicle, you will not be disappointed
1: by this beer. I dig it. I like it when we have a beer that's surprisingly super good, because we never know as we go into some of these beers um, and taste them. and um, Yeah the drinkability is huge so yeah I, dig
0: it. I think I'll give this one a 7.8 um, it's it's definitely drinkable it's definitely good it's it's not got anything crazily unique to it that blows me away and is like this is a game changer and with as many right. beers as we drink on this show we got to be somewhat critical or else everything's going to be in the 8 to 9s especially when they're hazies hazies are pretty popular yeah yeah um, but this is a good one so I d- I definitely support it oh cool I
2: love it.
0: All right, so that's our beverage breakdown. Now let's go into Modoc. I am so excited to hear what you thought about this Hulu stop motion
3: animated
0: series. Um, so if you want to team me up on the stopwatch, there, I'll break down this 60 All right, seconds. Let me get
1: this. seconds. All right, here we go. Are you ready to start the game of 60-second synopsis? Three, two, one.
0: So, MODOK is not the origin story of how MODOK came to be, nor is it a standard Marvel story. I would say this flirts more so with the WandaVision approach, to where it takes famous names and puts them into a relatable storyline of family, family ties, family struggles, and you know career path struggles and everything. So basically, this is what happens when Seth Green from Robot Chicken meets up with Patton Oswalt, and they say, let's make something stop motion and super weird, but in the Marvel Universe. And so this takes MODOK and his family along when his company gets purchased by Hexus, well, Grumble, but Hexus is beneath it. And they buy AIM, who in which Modoc was in charge of and responsible for and leading, and basically demote Modoc to a point to where he can't have any powerful decisions. His family's falling apart. His wife's leaving him. His kids hate him. And he has to figure out how to get his company back and his family back all at the same time while being hilarious.
1: Ah! All right. 60 seconds, good. baby. Let's go. That's, That's how it's job. That's how it's I am awful at that game. That is great. You also add a lot more uh, facts and knowledge. (laughs) That's bullshit. uh, I try to work on that synopsis as much as I can. (laughs) But yeah, it's great. I was was good. Love it. What do
0: you think, man? Uh, Before we go into the show, who is MODOK that you know? Because I know nothing really about MODOK besides what I've seen.
1: All right. So I knew absolutely nothing about this motherfucker. I actually had to learn... And I can't remember a book that I've ever read with him in there. I know of MODOK. Don't get me wrong. I've seen him. There's a great Marvel uh, select action figure of MODOK out there that I've seen, if anybody likes action figures. But um, he's – I guess there's a list of 100 top villains in Marvel, and he's 100. He's ranked at 100. <laughs> That's perfect. So, <laughs> Um, you know, he fights the Avengers, he, you know, Iron Man, he fights, you know, uh, the Hulk, he does all these things, but, um, MODOK first, uh, was created by Stanley and Jack Kirby, of course, duh. Uh, first cameo appearance was in the Tales of Suspense, uh, 93, which is in September of 1967, full appearance Tales of Suspense 94, which is October of 1967, um, Alter, I, Basically, there's two versions of Modoc, but the original Modoc is George Tarleton, which was a lab assistant at the AIM. And if anybody knows AIM, it's the um, the organization Advanced Idea Mechanics, and basically uh, an arms dealing organization specializing in futuristic weaponry. And Were they, they have a lab in
0: Wasn't
1: that who was involved in the Wandavision surveillance? Was it? was it aim or sword i can't remember. Oh, i think it, it was, was sword, sword in one division yeah you're right you're right my bad um but george uh george tarleton was a like i said a lab a basically a lab guy and they used him to test out their new technology um and it used to be it used to be spelled modoc like uh as in the they instead of the k it was a com, a, a c for computing right cuz it stands What's for the uh stand for? Mental organism Organism de, de, Designed only for computing Okay We'll go with that hey, This um, one
0: says mechanized This one says mental I think there's just like A ton of different Several ways. Yeah Okay Of course there is Fucking
1: M.O.D.O.K. Yes uh, <clears throat> Modoc.
0: See we're just and We're again, discovering as we go listeners Because M.O.D.O.K. Is yes a, because Obscure billion. Who's
1: gonna look up Modoc? Who's going to look up Modoc? I, I just remember seeing him in
0: video games and cartoons as a kid. Like, dude,
1: this guy is That's where I remember seeing him. Hideous. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, anywho, Modoc takes over. He fights, you know, Captain America. But basically, he's this big head with little, where his, his genetically altered brain, grotesque. I think I read it somewhere. And he, um. Can't, his body can't support him, so he rolls around in his hover chair. And it's and interesting because uh, in the
0: show he flashes back, and he has a huge head as a
1: child, so, right. He came out like that, yeah, so it's a little, it's a little different
0: destroying head or whatever they called
1: it yeah <laughs> um, I did read there is an actual ongoing series that kind of sort of follows this, and in the first book, instead of him having a family right away, he's actually kind of- t- talking about multi universes and how different Modocs have different um lives and one thing he's starting to remember or have mental issues with is his family like he's seeing a family but he's not supposed to have one so mm-hmm. it could be one of those multiverse or dimension things that we've been talking about
0: yeah i mean that's where the show takes us once time travel comes into play
1: right right you
0: go down uh, alleys. Gotcha. Life. Oh,
1: a little little clarification there on that Modoc. The agents of Modoc are called mercenary organization dedicated only to killing. And but that's ridiculous. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> that's also say? ridiculous. <laughs> oh yeah, my gosh. There's, there's a there's three different ones for it apparently according to Wikipedia. There's mental slash mobile slash mechanized organism.
1: Okay, and the one I'm reading has the mercenary. Which again, these acronyms are for like. The geekiest of geeks, but I get it. Silver Age is when it came out. So,
0: so that's who Modoc is. Now, what did you think of this show? Because when I hear Patton Oswald bringing a show to Hulu with this ridiculous of a villain, and I know it's going to be stop motion, I get just butterflies. Like, that sounds right up my alley. And it was exactly what I hoped it would be super weird, <laughs> super quirky. Every piece, every centimeter of dialogue in the script. Is a joke. Like it was just, it was just right in my eye But I, I'm very curious to think hear what you thought about it.
1: Yeah, um, I struggled with it at times. Yeah. Um, my favorite episode is the second episode because it has Third Eye Blind actually singing because oh he goes to God. a concert. Yeah, uh, which was great. There are, don't get me wrong. There are times where it made me laugh like out loud, and then there are times where it made me want to stab myself really hard in the eyeballs. So, really? okay. yes, um, I, I'm i not into the stop motion stuff. I, f- the funny thing is, I see Seth Green as a producer on this, um, this show. So it's and Amber used to love Robot Chicken. And, you know, I'd stay at night at her house and that would be on at night, Robot Chicken. And, mm-hmm. um, and I still had to struggle with that. But the show yeah. had some really, really great points. And it also has some really stuff that I'm just like not my i guess not up my alley i guess to put it but it's not like it's a bad show i we've seen way worse but it's just not my not my cup of tea
0: yeah yeah so for those who don't know in the last week's episode the very closing seconds of a recording i i dropped that we're gonna do Modoc in the next week's episode surprise i didn't run it by, I didn't yeah. run it by him at all because i didn't want him to decline it because i was just so excited to see the show and and talk about it. So I'm not surprised by that. I think that especially if you're not a huge fan of Robot Chicken, this might not be your type of show. Um, it's it's just an out there type of humor. And it's it's not for everyone. And there are times it's, it's kind of like the way I look at it. It's like Saturday Night Live, like there's sketches and some are going to some are going to crush. And a lot of them right. are going to land flat. And like you have to be <laughs> willing to accept that to, to wait out for those gems in the rough. What were the moments that made you want to stab yourself? I'm curious about that. Uh
1: There's, um, just there's a lot of com- like, when he's trying to be a dad, those moments are, are tough. Um, and obviously he just, and this is how he is. In fact, the, the description of Modak is his, he always fails all the time. Like, that's how he is. But it's just, it's a struggle to watch and fail. Like every Like, what are you doing? Stop doing that. Like, come on, you know? Yeah. Um. And I think it's not necessarily like one ep- like thing that was just bothering me. I think it's just how it how it's made is not something I'm I'm into. Um, I kept focusing on Modoc's mouth, where his like you know you could see his mouth moving bit by bit, and then you know they do a thing where the tongue comes out, and, and you know it just kept it's like hypnotizing me <laughs> almost the whole time. But I I I think I one thing I hated was this stupid turtle thing. Where I think they're at a convention. Maybe it's episode three. Yeah, uh, yeah and the, they, the, the they're degramites or whatever the, those, those the, little yeah, party and turtles. Right, and the way they snails. conquer worlds because he was he was gonna go after the he was gonna use the brood to kill Austin again or destroy the thing because he couldn't <laughs> wait for the long plan that his I think his daughter was trying to help him yeah, with. And yeah. these <laughs> these little turtle things come out and and they're the way they conquer is. Freaking ha- partying too much,
0: yeah. And, party until you die because they never get fatigued,
1: <laughs> right? And so he like uses his uh thing that his daughter taught him was to like go the long way and they like, take their shells off, and then he finally zaps them. But mm-hmm. it was just it was kind of annoying. I mean, and they're just I don't know. It just bothered me. And then I think the funny part about that was one guy comes out of the closet like, "Hey, you can have sex with them." Like,
0: yeah, that comes around like, the corner and gives a thumbs up. Yeah.
1: yeah so I think that was but it still was kind of i think that was the hardest thing for me to watch is stuff like that where it was just like okay, but i love i love Pat Oswald so it, you know it was tolerable at for the most part
0: <laughs> yeah i think if you if you need logic or if you need things to add up or make sense uh, then this is not this is not gonna be your speed like and like i i thought that was a great fucking idea to where like He he wants to summon the brood, but he summons these party snails that will just continue to rage, and they look so friendly and happy. At a convention. (laughs) They're they're hedonists, so all they end up doing is just fucking and and drinking and Mm -hmm. doing drugs until everybody else just dies from it, and then they take over
1: planets that way. Um,
0: I did have some questions, Marvel-related, to see if you could answer them. Um, Let's see if I can. This is probably one
1: of the the guys I've never looked into, so let's see if I can do it.
0: So... um, the the flashback uh to 2009 when monica destroyed like the planet and modok took the credit for it and that was like why she started hating him uh mm-hmm. they had like a, a destroyed red like masked skull and yeah. he's like you killed an important avenger like we're not, obviously everybody knows who it is, so is we're not going to say its name but well done and then he like gave her that skull like did, was that you think that was an actual character that they
1: were oh, uh, probably um i'd have to i from what i'm understanding the show is following the ongoing series and there's probably a lot of explanation in that um i try to figure that out too and I, I did not know what that was so um okay no problem yeah. what
0: about Hexus? is Hexus an actual thing in the story in the i've
1: heard of Hexus, but I, I i don't have the details on that one Hexus. i what is that like? Another organization, I think. It's the living uh,
0: organization, so it's like a yeah. living organism, basically. Is what it looks like.
1: Um, Hexus is a corporation that grows living parasitic, citing a planet by exploiting their natural resources and brainwashing the masses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, and it's a character too. Um, Hexus is an Im- immaterial, even less has as even has significantly is nothing more than an idea. So it can be a being or a person. So it's absolutely nothing really is what it is because it's, could be something or it could be nothing because it could be a being. It could be an organization. It could be a identity, secret, occupation, parasitic idea. (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) Parasitic idea. So in this, in this show, it's basically the board of the, of grumble. Right. The smoky little, yeah, I saw that. Yeah.
1: at the end of episode three, they kind of show up. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, and they're trying to, uh, they're trying to take over the world, and they are basically having Modok build technology for them without him knowing it, and they're trying to make right. this Amazon Alexa type deal uh, to go into every home so they can start brain controlling everybody, which mm-hmm. is pretty pretty accurate to what's happening in the world today. Yeah. Um, and then the only time I've ever seen Arcade is in a video game. Like X Men mm-hmm. or Marvel Ultimate Alliance and now this. Is that literally what he does is build these extravagant fucking like carnival sets to like that are giant video like classic arcade games to like torture people with?
1: I've seen him a couple of times. Um I i think I was reading a Spider Man comic book and he created a game for Craven to catch everybody. Um in, including Spider Man and he put them in Central Park and and he created like this like illusion and, and set them all up. Um, I, I, That's the only time I've seen him, and he basically is just a guy who can create, I guess, a game. You know, yeah. kind of like a... You I,
0: know. I just... I'm so curious about him. Like, he's very, very rarely in, in the scenes, but, like, the things that he sets up, there's so much time and effort and money that has to go into those sets, those elaborate yeah. giant pinball machines and shit. Like, and then he just leaves, like, right out. Of the, like... I just can't imagine that being like. What's his superpower? He's just weird. Um, yeah, has a lot of money.
1: He just seems to be able to to work out these like dual games, you know, where he, they fight each other. So that worked out for this Craven scenario, where Craven was obviously trying to, you know, kill Spider Man. He's always looking for that next top notch kill, but um, yeah, that's all I've ever seen him do. I don't. He looks stupid. Yeah, he looks like a freaking
0: knockoff Riddler.
1: Yeah, stupid bow tie and his red hair.
0: What about... No. So, I,
1: I know that you, uh, you you struggled through parts of this. Did you make it through the whole show? I struggled... No, I didn't get through all of it. Um, I didn't watch so, you didn't see yet. the finale? I did not. All right, well, the finale is my watch favorite one a day. part. My favorite okay, I'll have to, have to watch it.
0: Well, I'm going to talk about it right now, so we have to oh, talk
1: about it. I'm still going to watch it.
0: Yeah. yeah, so, in the finale bar he's they're at bar so basically the family kind of comes back together to unite to take out uh grumble and he gets Monica back on his side and they're at Lou's Bar Mitzvah and I don't know if you saw the episode with Arcade but Lou gets a robot duplicate and so now there's two Lou's and they don't know which one's a robot which one's not but they're best friends they and <laughs> g- they don't care and so yeah. they're like they're at this Bar Mitzvah and uh time traveling Modoc comes back the kid modok and <clears throat> he has this giant like machine he's about to kill the entire family and modok shoots his mind blast to f- hit his little like t- his little gem in his head this freezes time and then he's like don't kill my family and he's like "Well, let's go through see all of your life's all your possible futures and i'll sh- explain why i have to do this and so he goes to all these potential futures and in every single one he's killed or he's a laughingstock and there's one potential future where he actually ends up ruling the world and the one that that happens is when this time traveling modok comes and kills his family in front of him and he uses his his grief his motivation to take out the avengers and dominate the world and so he's like like, you have to let me do this or else you'll never succeed what you want to always accomplish and he fucking lets him do it and he kills his family right right in front of him And then he becomes ruler of the world and he's miserable at the end, but he's ruler of the world. And that's how it fucking ends, dude. (laughs) Like, it's like the darkest finale for how silly it is the whole time. And I was like, God, that's so fucking so different, which is perfect (laughs) for the the theme of this show. So I really enjoyed it.
1: Great. I, uh, yep. This does fill up your, 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 you like this quirky stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. I struggle with so <laughs> this. am surprised why we're I got here. Through so many. Yeah. That's why we're here, man. I, 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 uh, I definitely. Um, I took a little bit to watch uh, to how far as I got, so it's gonna take me. Uh, I want to finish it because it's, it's what we do. But um, it definitely <laughs>
0: that sounds so excited, man. Uh. All right, well, <clears throat> let's go into ratings. I'll go. I'll go first. I think we all know that I'm I'm getting on this, um, and I'll let you you know drop my score a little bit, but I'm gonna start it off all with right. a nine. Uh, wow, I really enjoyed it. It's exactly what I hoped it would be. It's exactly what I think they were going for, and I think it was executed to a T. I don't know if people understand the amount of time and effort that goes into stop motion, but it's incredibly tough and incredibly time consuming. And the fact that they did it so well, and I think the battle scenes in particular, when well, like when when Modok faces off with Monica and they pull out all their stops and gadgets and like she shoots him and he turns into a monkey and then he like stabs himself with a syringe to turn back into himself and then she kills him but then she sprays him with the spray to bring him back to life because she wants to continue to kick his ass like there's just like all this weird little gadget stuff they do and it's all stop motion and it's just so freaking mm. well done so I, I really applaud the effort there but more importantly I think the dialogue was just so goddamn hilarious and it was so fast and I feel like I could rewatch the show and pick up a hundred new jokes. Um, wow, that I that I missed the first time through, and I probably will do that. And I'm sure you will too, Jr. So, uh, yeah. I give it I give it a nine point oh. I'm very very happy with it. <laughs> but, but what what are you gonna do to bring it down? How far are you gonna bring it down?
1: <clears throat> All right. Um, I thought about this rating this whole time b- because it, it was difficult because i did like some things about it i mean i liked you know the third eye blind thing was really awesome it's in the trailer the song you know i love yeah. it. um that's my that's my decade 90s i love it hey, um too, yeah um but again it was if i struggle and i can't get <laughs> i can't do more than one episode a day <laughs> you know it tends to take me a little bit i'm gonna give it a six um I think it's still not trash because I understand the effort into it, and I understand the comedy was funny at times for sure. And um, Patton Oswalt, I love him to death. So you know he's a great writer, he's a great comic book writer. Um, and I, again, I'm reading the, the comp- I read the first issue and it was great. So I, I think I think it's 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 great, but not to where I, I would rate it higher than a six.
0: All right, go. perfect. So that brings us to a 7.5 with our rating. Um, Not bad. If we look at the Rotten Tomatoes score, <clears throat> the critics rated it an 86, and oh. the audience rated it a 65. So okay. we're pretty much right smack dab in the middle of it.
1: Sounds and right. And
0: the consensus says though its tendency toward too muchness may test some viewers' patience, JR. Slick stop motion, a killer voice cast, and a seemingly e- seemingly endless well of jokes make Modok an entertainingly chaotic diversion. So, pretty much exactly what we talked about. Um, Absolutely, I think that's perfect. And, and just to mention the cast in this, I mean, you got you got Patton Oswalt, you got Ben Schwartz, who is John Raphael in Parks and Rec and and Sonic, and he's just fantastic. You got Beck Bennett from SNL, who's playing Austin, the douchebag freaking leader of of whatever. <laughs> um, there's, there's Chris Parnell there's John Daly there's just so many hilarious comedians out there that are part of this and, and they all come through and shine so um, depending on what side of the spectrum you fall on when it comes to quirky comedy um, if you're a fan of Robot Chicken you'll be a fan of this Love so it. that is our section but now uh, let's take a quick break and when we come back we'll have College Radio on to talk about everything music and comics <laughs> and we're back and we have gordon mcpherson and evan stewart from college radio with us how you fellas doing today
2: hey we're
3: good
4: we are good Good. we are good thank you
3: that is so good it
4: was about like four hours ago
3: what was four hours ago it was
4: about six hours ago
0: so you're progressively getting better you're improving so what's the improvement coming from
4: um recovery sleep tea uh lots of water i think mcdonald's which i wasn't trying to do but i did it yeah <laughs> i'll I did. feel that later yeah it, it, it's one of those where i woke up and i was like shit i might have to tell them we can't sing a song <laughs> or, I was, or i was gonna be like evan you gotta we're just gonna do, we're yeah. just gonna do your songs i can't i can't sing right now <laughs> i woke up okay i'm better
1: so you had that good That's of a saturday of having
5: two singers
4: <laughs> I,
1: think,
5: I think that's why ace freely started singing kiss songs gene one day was like ace no can't do it
0: i thought you said you want to rock and roll all night and party every day man you can't even fucking sing a song the next day and kiss is that what happened he's like i rock and rolled all
5: night now i want to party today i do not want to rock and roll every day do not question me ace
0: that's fair that's fair <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming on man we are so stuck to have you gordon i know you from several uh parties of my brothers back in the day wherever we'd end up seeing each other and passing um and evan nice to meet you man welcome to the party hey thank uh, you so much
5: for having me i appreciate it
0: of course of course well we're gonna we're gonna listen hopefully to some of your guys's fucking jams and uh but before that we just had a couple questions we want to throw you guys way. um yeah and the first one we wanted to start off with were comic book podcast it was comic but uh, origin story, man. What, what? How'd you guys get to this stage, where you guys are at in your lives, and why? You know, how'd you get here? Gordon starts this one.
4: I do. Well, uh, I was trying, man. I was trying to think of something real cool to kind of make it sound like a comic book. But uh, <laughs> no, um, I, I left uh, the heavy metal scene uh, in 2017 and had this idea of doing something a little more something like uh, pop, a little bit different. Played too much heavy stuff. Wanted to do something more fun i want to do something less violent a little over seeing so many people getting beat up in the pit and uh <laughs> through the course of 2017 created college radio um wrote, wrote some songs uh we did uh, and this is all on my own at this time recorded with our buddy jacob hansen who was also in i declare war with me and uh just kind of put the songs out Made the band, and slowly the band kind of came together from that. Like uh, We had Cody and Dylan as the first bass player and drummer. Um, Our guitar player, who recently has stepped down, Taylor, also jumped in about 2018, and then we played as a four-piece for a little bit. End of 2019, I met this fella. We were playing a Halloween show, killer Halloween show, and our bass player was leaving, so it was like perfect me, drunkenly, was like, hey dude, you're fucked badass like you want to play bass in my band and like you can sing too so if you want to sing <laughs> the option is there and uh the rest is kind of history after that like we got a new drummer during the pandemic um and now evan actually sings more songs so
5: yeah we've kind of cycled everyone out we've had some turnovers so now gordon is the only original member so it kind of oh, wow. what are what's one of those superhero groups where like in the 30s, it was like, we have Maltman and uh, Fast Lad and Superman. And then, like, by now, it's just, like, Superman and Deathwing and, like, Fist. And, like, Fist. he's the only original one. Is the, is there a, a team that's had uh, that level of turnover? Or do they usually change their name to, like, X-Force once most people die? <laughs> They're like this is like Enron. Let's just new name start <laughs> I don't know. over. We are good.
0: First off, Maltman would be a dope ass hero. I would love to have that guy on. But uh that's a JR question. Yeah,
5: dude, he can he can throw a straw yeah, hat shall... over uh, um... 80, 80, 80 furlongs an hour. <laughs> it,
1: yeah, you know, it, it's it does sound like a like a old DC, you know, you know, nineteen sixties, you know, kind of. Uh, League of of characters just bouncing in and out because you you said Aqua Lad, which is like a you know a totally. <laughs> not the best superhero on the planet kind of guy you know so yeah
5: i'm i'm thinking one of those wonky ones like the sinister six where you (laughs) like what is what is john cena where he's like polka dot man in the suicide squad coming out oh yeah i think our our old old bass player was polka dot man and i'm here to stay i'm like a guy that's here i'm not that giant Native American That grew to be 50 feet tall And was You know They got rid of him A while ago I'm
1: Batman, <laughs> You're Batman. I'm here dude <laughs> You're here Superman's stay. been here
5: Batman just got here dude I'm ready
1: <laughs> I like it I like so it
5: What would Steez be then? Steez? Oh uh, The f- Flash I wanna
0: say <laughs> With four A's The Flash <laughs> with four A's The Flash <laughs> Yeah
3: The Flash <laughs> With a lot of syllables <laughs> <laughs> I I
0: feel like that's how most bands are started, is just drunkenly at a party. Like, dude, you fucking shred on the bass, and you got some vokes, man. Like, do you want to hop in my gig next weekend? Like, is that how it usually starts, or is it like a planned, strategic event?
4: I mean, in a perfect world, it does. We actually got lucky to where it's like, if we were to have played a show literally a couple days later... Evan already had everything down And not too many people do that Like you'd be surprised Uh, And this goes for all sorts of other music I've played in other bands But like when you bring somebody in They want to try out And they don't know anything It is the most awkwardest thing in the world Especially too like if you see someone play And they're actually good but then they show up And you're like oh shit No Evan came and he knew all the songs We're like well we also do this Green Day cover I don't, I think I can play it and then just plays it I'm Like fuck yeah Okay <laughs> so, so sign me Charlie up fan? I love well, That's I awesome. Look, I might look cool, but I'm uh this
5: podcast is right where I'm supposed to be because I am a uh GDN a goddamn nerd <laughs>
3: through and through. So
5: like uh you know, uh, what is it? Uh predestination is just the the appearance of uh, being psychic is just extreme preparation. You
1: know? <laughs> that's true. Well,
5: that's
0: very comforting to me because the first thing I thought when I saw you is this guy is way too cool to be on this podcast. So now that you brought yourself down I, to our level, like I'm, I'm comfortable now. I can, I can loosen up a little bit. I, you know, I
5: get that constantly. I've taken out all of my nose rings and my various <laughs> facial piercings. I've put um, foundation over my face uh, tattoos.
3: <laughs>
2: just a light base, <laughs> I imagine. Just a light base, you know. Well, yeah,
5: it's a daytime look. I yeah, like yeah, that makes sense.
0: <laughs> I, I like will it. say, Gordon, I was never a big uh, heavy metal influ- like fan when I was growing up. So I knew I knew you through parties, but I never really listened to your music. But obviously, I listened to crazy or Crazy college radio. Do you
4: want um,
0: to <laughs> and, uh, and I will say, dude, I was a big fan. Um, obviously, you know, I used to get messed up was great. But Growing Pains, like I felt like you could put that... In any like bleed American or fucking Six and Stones or any Sum Forty One album, and it wouldn't even miss a beat. Like you guys, is that what you guys are going for? That kind of scene, or are you guys going for like a new, a new age pop punk?
4: No, that's pretty close. Yeah, it's that vibe. But like, honestly, it's what came out. The original name I wanted to go with the band was Growing Pains, and when I started writing, I was like, these songs don't really vibe. It doesn't like that new school Wonder Years neck deep vibe. It just we don't quite have that, the story so far. Um, we had more of a traditional thing. And I think that's from growing up in, like, the Washington scene and seeing, like, the bands that, like, me and your brother grew up watching. There was a lot of that transitioning us into, like, wearing eyeliner and stuff. I wish we <laughs> did play pop punk, but instead we did the screamy stuff yeah. with the eyeliner and the makeup. But, uh...
0: So much eyeliner. So much. <laughs> so much, so much.
4: <laughs>
5: I actually, I'd never worn eyeliner until my first college video <laughs> music video. And then uh taylor's wife put eyeliner on me <laughs> that's how i met her and i was like thank you so much me, oh, but those though.
0: pupils popped though yeah absolutely yeah yeah
5: it looked okay i think i still have my glasses on over it but it was it was nice like i felt pretty i felt <laughs> that's the point of makeup ultimately that's all that yourself, matters yourself not for other people that's
1: true <laughs> uh, so what's the what's what's what drives this for you guys to do this music? Like, why do you love music so much that you guys continue to do this? I know the pandemic was probably hard on you guys, right? So, like, how did how did you guys continue with it and, and the love and the things that you guys have done with music?
3: Well, I think,
5: speaking for myself, uh, I ran over a voodoo priest eight years ago and he cursed me to be obsessed with music that so sounds now right. it's the that
1: about right. only Standard. thing
5: i can do yeah yeah <laughs> I, I really i assume that's why most other people do music because it's very expensive and unrewarding <laughs> uh or but like did they all run over a voodoo priest yeah but a but lot it's of like, priests sh- out I, there <laughs> i should have like it's on me i should have checked my fucking brakes so here i am <laughs> <laughs> No, I just can't talk to people, so I have to play music. Okay, I like it. <laughs> we love were it.
4: fortunate too during the pandemic, where people like—it's weird to say—we flourished, like we blossomed very, oh. very much during the pandemic. It how so? Gave us an outlet to keep going. Also, I think that we used it as a coping as me- uh, a coping mechanism. To be honest, too, like. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, you know, like, a lot of people went through some shit during this pandemic, and we were fortunate enough to have our music to just kind of glue ourselves to and utilize. It was like, well, if we can't do anything, we might as well write. So we wrote a shit ton of songs. We kept playing, too. Like, obviously with the distance, you know, when they were like, you can't go here, can't do that, we waited until they kind of lifted stuff. And um, Evan works in the medical field, so he's constantly being tested at that time. Um, All of us were very clean, so...
0: I have a question. This hey. guy's in the medical field. makes me a little nervous. What do you do in the medical field, bro?
5: Hey, don't worry about it, man. Just... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> if
0: I no, am no, in the no. hospital uh, bed, it... I look up, and you're, you're wearing eyeliner looking over me with a fucking scalpel. I'm going to be terrified.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I also
5: usually have an earbud in, and I'm listening to rap. No, I'm doing it. um, no but it, it's it's nothing that, that nefarious. I'm what's known as a research virologist. No, uh... I, I'm a... <laughs> Uh, I work at uh, Seattle Cancer Care Alliance. I'm a a courier in the pharmacy, so I deliver medication between the pharmacy and, like, nurses and doctors and stuff like that. So, uh, like, we've got a song coming out, 1159, our next single, and I've got a, a line in it that I say, whistling past the graveyard, and I'm like, that's really not a joke for me. Like, I it's a it's a real spot you know it it affords me like a lot of insight into the pandemic it means that i got to get my my uh what's that dude i called the vaccine back in january and that was pretty neat but Mm -hmm. uh it's it's real stuff there it gets it gets pretty dark so yeah the music is an excellent coping mechanism for that because it's it's not always the most fun place in the world you got to make it that way right yeah Yeah,
0: i can see that dude that sounds heavy (laughs) as shit jesus christ that's cool
5: it's, 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 whatever.
0: <laughs> that's why you're whistling, dog. You know, keep the music rolling. Um, so, Evan, have you been on, um, bands before this? I imagine it's isn't your first band. I know Gordon's been in a couple before this.
5: Yeah, well, I was in other bands that did not do as much as I Declare War. I think that's safe to say. I, I did a little, like, thrash punk band called Photon Pharaoh for, like, a decade. And then I did a pop punk band called Midnight Movie that I'm still doing, and that's Killer where band. I met Gordon. Killer band, thank you. Okay. Uh, we were opening for College Radio, and uh, I believe that is when Gordon fell under my thrall.
1: <laughs> uh, and but Midnight Movie <laughs> is
5: still rocking out. I'm uh, going over there to practice tomorrow with the boys, so we're we're still doing it. But College Radio is definitely head and shoulders like the the biggest thing I've done. Uh, like I we don't I haven't done this stuff. With my other bands,
0: oh. you know. yeah, I, like I mean, it. you guys got music videos, fucking tons of v- listens on Spotify. Like, that's that's awesome. What what would you say? So, both you guys, I mean, what's what's the most impactful or most memorable show you've played with through all your music history? Do you have anyone that like rings a bell?
4: <laughs> I think honestly, the first sold out show we did with Call of was like a pretty like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> 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 we can do this. Like, this is great. Like holy shit! It kind of came a lot sooner too. Um We I played... remember
5: we were all like, "Dude, it's sold out!" And we were like showing each <laughs> other pictures that we took on our phones of the bill that says "sold out." We're like, "No, for real!"
3: That's so well, it
4: sucks too, because like, uh, there was a—if I'm not mistaken—there was a Seahawks game that night too in Seattle. So then, like, I know like uh, a couple of the Monster Scare you guys like had hit me up because uh, some of the bands playing too, Um, Damien. Uh, who was in my very first band, his band played with us at that show too. So there was all these, our old friends are like, hey, we need tickets. And I'm like, hey, remember I told you guys maybe buy tickets earlier? Well, it's sold out. So there's all these people coming from the game, like super stoked to watch music. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, but this is the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Sucks for you, but cool for us. Hey. Hey, hell yeah. <laughs> what what
2: venue like was that at? Uh,
4: the Crocodile. Honestly, oh. it was one of the last few Crocodile shows, I think, before the pandemic, too, to be honest. Yeah. Before the transition. There's yeah. a Crocodile.
5: They're still going, but they're, like, down the road now or something. They switched over, so hopefully oh. they're, uh, they've fortified themselves to be better than ever.
3: Okay.
4: But they are doing a documentary. I heard my friend was telling me she's part of the filming for that, and it's going to take the next couple months. But they're doing a huge documentary on the life of the original Crocodile. Because it's so iconic, because Ravonna played there, Pearl Jam, all them. Oh, College Radio Bobby. played there, as yeah, I understand. Yeah, yeah Ravonna, I mean,
5: yeah. One of, the, the one of their last shows. A lot of
4: people say their best show that
5: they ever had. A lot of people say that, but you don't need to check that out.
0: I say that, too, so I support that. We say that here at Hop Heroes. I mean, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. 100 yeah. yeah, yeah, I yeah. think you guys yeah, should yeah, be yeah,
0: the yeah. heart of the interview for that documentary, if that's the case. Yeah.
5: We yeah, we're like an hour of it. <laughs> That's a I love that you think there's a documentary, documentary. coming out, but we are an hour of the interview. That doesn't seem like a lot,
4: I'll be honest. Uh, 45 minutes is just an interview with me in a chair with these really weird glasses and <laughs> coffee cups that I don't even sip. Yeah, it's
5: just that obnoxious part of the interview before they do it where they're like, Am I holding this right? Can I want, You know, when they do that to It's just you, like sitting color. down. That's the whole thing. Yeah, he's just fidgeting.
0: I gotta go to the restroom. Be right back. All right, I'm back. Oh wait, this isn't the mic's not. Yeah, just you getting yeah, comfortable. Yeah, the whole
5: thing is just them pinning the lavalier on his, on his chest
0: for 45 minutes. I'd watch that. I'd watch. Yeah, it. that sounds exciting.
1: Exciting. That's <laughs> weird
4: because with that microphone, I actually used one of those recently. We did a. We were on HGTV. Me and my partner. Oh god. And <laughs> Bunch of people are like, did I watch, Did I see you on a show on HGTV? Were you buying a house? <laughs> I, was, I was buying a house, Vaguely. <laughs> but those weird things—they put it down your leg. So he's like, the guy's like, so I, I don't want you to feel uncomfortable, but this mic, like the bottom of it, so I clip it here and it's going to go down to your legs. So you're going f- to, I'm just letting you know. Sorry. You're like, I, the, your mic has a catheter? Yeah, kind of <laughs> <feel like> that's <laughs> Sounds
0: painful <laughs> as fuck. Oh, no. What were you doing on HGTV? You were fakely buying a house? What?
4: Yeah, so there's like a, oh, I cannot think of the gosh darn name, but there's Isn't these. It love it or list it? House Hunters. So, house, no. uh fixer flop? Show. Balls. <laughs> uh, it's with two ladies. It's actually based out of here too. I I didn't. A lot of HGTV shows are based out of Washington. Kind of weird. Interesting. But I had uh, no clue yeah, they just uh, they were redoing a bunch of houses in Everett, and my friend was on the uh, the crew uh for pretty much the behind the scenes stuff. And she's like, "Hey, we need some interesting people to walk through the house. Do you want to be on TV?" Like, "heck yeah."
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're an interesting person. Yeah, that's, a, that's
4: fun. It was, it was weird. You said
5: you tried to wear a college radio shirt and they wouldn't let you. No. <laughs> Seriously. No. Like,
4: hey, um, so I won't sue you. We won't see you at all. Like, if you just like let me wear this. Oh, we just you know, like we can't have logos because of companies. It's like, well we own this company. <laughs> they wouldn't let us do it. Oh,
1: that's bullshit. Uh, party poopers. Yeah. All right.
5: I'm sure that's not the first time a TV producer has heard I won't sue you, we <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh that's so funny i i i have a question you guys sound like you know comic books um but what kind of experience like did you buy comic books as a kid did you just do you still buy comic books do you need a comic book store to, a recommendation because i probably have one for you like what's your comic book experience
4: up the street we have a uh, BubbaCon and it's like a it's a toy slash comic book shop close to buy like out out in Everett. It's pretty sick. Um, man, I gotta I got one before I say anything. I gotta introduce you guys to my buddy Charlie and get him on here. He Used to do merch for War and he is the biggest comic nerd I have ever met. But uh, I'll get back to that after the show. <laughs> uh, my stepdad actually was super into comics. Like uh, growing up, uh, I would I would go into the garage and he he had just stacks of just like those uh. The cardboard, like I don't, you don't see him much anymore. I feel like everyone likes to put them up on shelves, but he just had them in these long cardboard boxes. Mm. and All these comics he had from when he lived in Boston. Um, I think he had almost every Daredevil, front to back. Oh, um, uh, right to, a plethora those of Batman. <clears throat> oh, dude, some <laughs> of them like I'll, I'll say this, like to shorten it up. Uh, when my parents when him and mom got divorced, I started going through it because I was a little smarter as, as a teenager, and I was going through the Wizard checking the prices for all of it. And some of the comics he had in there were worth about $5,000. And I was I was like, oh, uh, I'm hiding these. And literally the moment <laughs> I went to go hide them, he had come and picked them up, like, oh, a week later. Oh, like, wow. I was like, no!
0: Fucking <laughs> jeez. But, uh, okay. he
4: really got me into that. Like, uh, you know, I was, I'll say it, I'm a Batman fan. I've always been a Batman fan. Uh, he just seemed, you know, I'm like the gothy kid. He seemed like he would be like the gothy kid too, but, uh, Frank Miller's Batman, I think, was my favorite one. Like, that was... My stepdad was... read. That was, like, the first book he read to me, like, when I was a kid, to bed. And it's a really real, weird real comic to read, I feel like, to a kid, because how dark, you know? You <laughs> it's pretty dark. Female Robin. Yeah. So that's what happened. The Joker it, gets his... Killed. Yep. Like, brutally. Like,
1: oof. Yeah. Oh, that man. Dark Knight that's... Return book is, uh, is pretty popular. Can't sit on the shelves at the, uh comic book store it's one of the best stories out there for sure yeah i've
5: definitely got that one at home i've i've had a little less experience with comics i've kind of dabbled uh but i've definitely always been in nerd culture like i go to uh pax prime Ah, i have it here yeah i go um i've done uh san diego comic con a few times uh that is super killer wonderful time like met stan lee down there. I've done a little bit. You know, I've got some of those really good Batman
1: stories.
5: I read Walking Dead until, can we give away spoilers for things that happened like that's all we do. That's all
1: we do is spoil (laughs) the shit out of everything. It's just, there's a a certain
5: guy named, it rhymes with hen and he has his head smashed in with what rhymes with a glat by a dude na- that rhymes with pegan.
3: Uh, that,
5: that was the last issue I read. Like I was just looking at this, you know, pile of part skull and like eyes sticking out. And I was like, okay, thank you, Robert. I appreciate what you've done here, but uh, that will be all. <laughs> uh, and, like, that was it for me. I, what I've connected the most with, I would say, is Scott Pilgrim. Oh. It was just like, I don't know, it felt less like a comic. I don't want to be one of those people that's like, my favorite comic isn't like a comic, man, but it felt, I don't know, it was so real and raw, it was
0: just... That's the person I, you're coming was, off as, by the way, just so you know. That's exactly the person you're coming off as.
3: Real and that's raw. No, I
0: love it, I love it. Scott Pilgrim is fucking great. <laughs>
5: Yeah, I I love the shit out of Scott Pilgrim.
4: I see a lot of Scott Pilgrim, like, memes more and more lately. It's like, you know, we didn't just come for Scott Pilgrim. We came for the ladies. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, oh. Oh, there are actually some pretty killer actresses in this movie. I totally spaced.
5: Oh, yeah. They keep, uh, they keep re-releasing the movie and the books and the video game now. I think it's on Switch or whatever. But, like... I'm I'm guilty that when Gordon met me my band was dressed up as sex babab <laughs> for Halloween because it was a Halloween show. I dig it. <sighs> that's great. Wow.
0: That's fucking great. <laughs> uh I yeah, they have actually made a recent push. I hear I hear Scott Pilgrim all the time recently now and I actually rewatched it like a couple weeks ago. So that's that's wild that they yeah. keep re-entering into my life, and it's it's. I'm never mad about it though, because I like re-watching. It still
5: open. holds up, man. The music is fantastic. It's always a good idea to spend the money on the soundtrack for that stuff because that becomes timeless. Because like, if you if they just had the soundtrack, it would be whatever. But they got Beck to do it, so like, even if you don't dig the movie or you haven't watched it in a while, that soundtrack still. Yeah, bangs that's so
1: true. Yeah.
5: Hard, I didn't know that was
0: Beck, dude. That's that makes sense. Yeah, because that is yeah. a fucking. Badass soundtrack. And I uh, will say Chris Evans is in more I think comic book movies than any other individual as different characters. Like the, the guys guy is in that
5: one too. Oh yeah. Between him and uh Ryan Reynolds, those guys just like run that industry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they're just Love
0: dominating it. that shit. <laughs> well, uh, Love it, dude. This week's episode we did Modoc. Did you did you guys get a chance to watch that at all or not? It's a little little quirky. Yeah.
4: A little bit. You know, it's 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 fun because I I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be a cartoon. Oh, it's like a claymation cartoon." So, like, one pulls on my heartstring because, like, I was telling Evan, I was like, "Kind of reminds me of like Celebrity Deathmatch." And oh yeah. yes! I you
5: forgot. said the PJs. The
3: PJs. <laughs> the yeah. P- what the, hell, the PJs.
4: That's <laughs> right <laughs> such a deep cut, dude. Uh-huh. So back back in the day, UPN did like uh, a. Oh UPN! UJ. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. And it goes back to we were talking about like it's I think around the same time Mission Hill was around too uh, doing their thing. So it's like,
5: damn. So like... Eddie Murphy is a claymation guy named Thurgood Stubbs. <laughs> He's the super of a project, and that's why it's called the PJs, which means the project. Oh, right. shit! I do remember that. Super, it's super gross, and they live in squalor, and there's a yeah. bunch of rats around and stuff.
4: It's great, dude. I remember the commercials for <laughs> oh, that. I never
0: actually watched an episode of it, but I'll I remember I'll have to look that. it up again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Sorry.
4: Oh, no, but it, it, it's... I didn't realize it was going to be so dark. Like, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was like, just killing people left and right, and I was like, okay
0: dude he's a super Whoa. villain
4: <laughs> like i want more of that like uh perspective like please because that's kind of neat it's a little if... sad too poor guy and it's uh getting a divorce and having to share the kids like <laughs> i'm on episode three right now and it's was just like <laughs> it's just silly dude <laughs> robot. Said... Like, like i'm not gonna do this <laughs> i don't want to clean the floors <laughs> yeah <laughs> I,
5: yeah I'm one episode in and I really liked it. I really liked it for I think the same reason I like a lot of other really good superhero stuff like Invincible and the Dark Knight and stuff, which is the juxtaposition of the craziness of, you know, being a superhero or supervillain and everyday life. You know, like, really how to realistically balance that. And it's like, you gotta take the garbage out, even though you're, like, a floating, <laughs> cylindrical superhuman with no bones or whatever his damn deal is. And Oswald, yeah. Pat, is yeah, killing it, too. Oh, so. uh, Pat Oswald. That's like the cherry on top. <laughs> he's such a machine, and uh, Gordon's saying he felt bad for him. Pat and Oswald is so wonderful about injecting Pathos into <laughs> such ridiculous characters. Like, I remember him in, uh... Was it the fan or big fan or whatever, where he was just like a dude that would call into a sports call-in show like a complete asshole, but you felt so goddamn bad for him the
3: whole
5: time. <laughs> he's, he's amazing at evoking pity. Oh, he I think that's like, the fan.
3: Uh, yeah.
1: yeah.
5: Yeah, God, that's a good one. Sorry yeah, if that's a weird is. one.
4: Well, it's, great. Uh, what's, he's in uh, Bob's Burgers a
1: lot too And it's always yeah. like the Bob's Burgers, I really love Bob Burgers
5: like, mm-hmm. Yeah, or like he was the He was the second banana in Young Adult And he was <laughs> so funny And so acerbic And just, oh man yeah. Love him
1: He's such a, he's a really, respectful person too Like We actually hit him up to try and get him on the show And he's super famous And usually the super famous don't really jump on Or answer you or nothing But he's he's yeah. like, I have to respectfully decline <laughs> Just in you know. Yeah, he
0: responded.
1: Yeah, we're we'll like, take I'll take it. Day, I'm taking that, you know. Uh, you're
0: like,
5: I'm I'm focusing on respectfully. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah, what I'm excited. Yeah. for
1: So Pat
0: and Oswald respects us. Long story short, is what. It yeah, I love like it. To me. Good for
3: us. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, it's quirky. Man. our it's...
3: names.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird show, and it's like Robot Chicken. I mean, Seth Green's a producer on it, so you're gonna get that. Yeah but if you yeah. like the dark side of it just if you can make it through cuz it is a little it's a little weird i loved it but the finale is one of the darkest finales i've ever seen so oh, just shit. if you can make it to the end it's great man yeah, yeah wasn't so, a big fan.
1: Uh, yeah I, I it's not really my style of show but um there're definitely good things i did i love episode 2 with third eye blind on there anytime i get 90 yeah. stuff <laughs> i can't help it i can't Hell, help yeah. it
4: we got to go back to the third eye blind concert yeah, yeah. I love- <laughs> Oh, there's so much dude, dialogue dude, dude, based dude, around dude, dude, the, the dude.
0: lyrics of Third Eye Blind songs. <laughs> I'm
5: I'm very excited to watch this when I get home. Yeah, yeah like his, his yeah.
4: younger self, like, is uh, obsessed with fixing shit, but it's like in the most lazy way. He's very, he's just a, an extreme narcissist in yes. all the funny ways. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, just yeah. a fucking
1: asshole. Yeah, but you love him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely don't wa- don't listen to the first part of this uh, this episode, guys, because we pull the shit out of that too so definitely um leave that up till later but um we love asking this question if you had any superpowers what would it be and i guess how would you apply them good or evil i I always like to see let's hear it
4: drunkenly i was like super hungover and we we're going to mcdonald's and like my partner the like, power of being super hungover yes. <laughs> that's jordan's power I he so gets
1: awful. i can projectile that's vomit that's with that the, power f-
5: yeah. with 900 miles an hour
4: Yeah, I can blow through a wall that's jordan's Those... power
1: <laughs> i hit the wrong voodoo gypsy priest kind
4: of liquid <laughs> that you can drink so it's like hey so what do you want I'm gonna pee with some orange juice. Does it all come out warm? Like, see, and yeah, it... that's what I, I, it has to. I guess that's what I was I, like, Emily's like, is it warm or cold? Like warm, <laughs> Doctor like well, Pepper. If it's a superpower, you should be able yeah, like to control temperature. It still tastes like Doctor Pepper. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Look at, look at his face.
0: <laughs> Do you want to piss you know I, fluids?
4: I, that it's like the shitty like, or when Meg gets her like you know superpowers in that Family oh. Guy episode, and she just grows her nails. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> she cuts him. And he's like, ow! That hurt. It, it, you know, it's ow that hurt. It didn't
5: break the skin, but, <laughs> but it really hurt. hurt. <laughs> but it
3: really hurt. Um,
4: I don't think so, that would... my pee thing wouldn't be the actual thing, but that was something I actually thought of today. I was like, so your dick would be, really would be like those pens
0: power. where you can like click the different color, and the different fucking color comes out of the end. You know those old school pens yes. in like the nineties. So that'd be your dick. You just choose your flavor. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's
5: going to be his cyberpunk enhancement. I guess. <laughs>
1: Gotcha. I mean, it's I creative think, as fuck. I, if
4: I were to have a power, though, I'll...
1: I don't know how you top that last one. It's hard. Yeah, how do you top that? P thing. I...
4: I... Well, at least, you know, you always have something to drink. <laughs> if you ever get stuck somewhere.
5: I like... mean, technically, that's the case now. It's just, like, not... <laughs> it's not coming around. out of
4: your dick, but... <laughs>
5: and, and that's the yeah, sound but, point. like, currently, you you... Okay. Uh so the powers I would choose <laughs> pivot. Um I was thinking flight. Then right. I I'm in I'm in realistic superhero mode. So I was thinking I love invisibility. But then it's like, well, here's the thing. I was going to say that too. You're a creep though.
0: You're a
2: creep. Here's the thing
5: though. Well, no, I'm not focused on that. So don't worry about it. Let's just brush past it. I'm focused on what does invisibility mean? Does that mean I am invisible to the, what's known as the visible light spectrum? So yeah, human beings can't see me, but certain animals can see wavelengths of light that we can't. So what if I'm invisible to humans? But say pistol shrimp can see me because they can see way more wavelengths of light than people. Or like, do I show up on radar? Do I show up on LIDAR? Do I show up on a thing that we invent in five years that I didn't think of with my, you know superhero origin do i have to keep retconning shit in where i'm like yeah the, <laughs> yes. the dude that cursed me he knew that a bodar was going to come out on the new <laughs> iphone in 2028 so i can't be seen by that either so no backsies <laughs> but I, I think ultimately what i settled on is um if you're familiar with clock stoppers oh. uh or freezing time
1: okay yes
5: uh my my best friend and i when i was about 10 i have very vivid memories of he and i promising one another. If you ever get clock stoppers technology, you have to tell me. So then like you unfreeze me. And then we would go on to elaborate, uh, all of, what we would do, which I now recognize as a sexual assault that
1: uh. we would commit with
5: the <laughs> clock technology. But at the time, I was just like, yeah, they're frozen in time, so what the hell, who cares? But now I see that we were monsters, uh. and we would have been given that tech. Like, if it was Shazam, but me as a 12-year-old, I would have been a war criminal. <laughs> <laughs> So like
3: uh,
1: it, yeah. flight, I would take flight. I love it. I, <laughs> long I, story short. Yeah, like like your long. I feel like you're. You can write a comic book and it would just work right into this, and people would love your shit just from you talking.
5: Go immediately to jail. Yes, yes.
1: <laughs> but it's still funny and it still sells. So that's all that matters. <laughs>
3: okay, perfect. Yes.
0: Oh man. Fucking love those answers. I completely forgot Fox Suppers was a thing, by the way. Yeah, was Thanks like, for bringing cool. that one forgot back. About that movie.
5: If anyone is listening and would like to do all the work and make this comic come to life and give me between 15 and 30% of the proceeds, please get in contact with me.
1: There you go.
0: Your Negotiation yeah. skills are 15 to 30. That's a big gap, bro. You gotta start hiring. <laughs> I am really
5: not going to do a lot of work on
0: this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to oversell. That was it. That, my he already commitment.
1: did it. That was all he was gonna do. I like, should...
5: That pitch was, <laughs> was worth 15 to 30 percent. We got it recorded. We, we, we We're just gonna play idea, it though? at the yeah. meeting. Yeah. Well, should
0: JR is a comic book artist, so you're good. Yeah, you got half your battle right here. He does artwork for comics anyway, so.
4: We okay, actually, we just had a friend, Roland, do... Um, I don't know if you guys remember uh, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac or Invader Zim. Oh, yeah. But there was a comic book back in the day.
5: Well, Jonan Vasquez yeah. was the dude.
4: Um, He did a really dark comic that was in a, all the Hot Topics called Johnny the Homicidal Maniac. We actually got a, some cool little drops of the band for that.
3: Oh, well, which very The whole cool. idea Boy, is, like,
4: I want to do a comic. It would be a fun little, like, maybe 10-page... Dark college radio, dark like comic, almost like oh. the dark Ninja Turtle comics. College radio
5: ways. meets Kiss mm. meets the Phantom of the Park meets the Flintstones. <laughs> we will have a- <laughs>
0: <laughs> got to be some Pebble Ooh. Rock in there. Wait, wait, <laughs> bam, bam. wait,
5: verse. Versus Garfield. Uh, <laughs> College Radio versus Garfield. College his College.
0: weakness is Mondays. He's got to approach them the right day. You're, you're fucking in. Oh, um, so one man.
4: time the world gets to see Dark Garfield, and College Radio ends up becoming the Beyond Meat in his lasagna.
0: Dark Field. His name is game Radio Darkfield. <laughs>
4: Earth. <laughs> Darkfield. Oh fuck! I think we're, we're
0: we're producing some goddamn gold here. But speaking of gold. <laughs> Um, would you guys be willing to play a song for our listeners by chance? I know everybody's fucking itching to hear some college radio. You
4: know yeah. what?
5: I think we would. We can't.
4: Oh, and that'd if be we so screw fucking up, cool. It's okay because it's live. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's okay because we're gonna. Yeah. We got other stuff. Yeah, we're gonna take our ears out. We'll be right back. All right. We'll, we'll be in the. We won't be able to hear you, but you will be able to hear us. Well Should you just? Oh, do I'm that? so excited. No. I gotta keep it. I'm gonna keep it.
0: I gotta grab another beer for this, actually.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, he's gotta grab another beer. Give him a minute. What do you want to do first? Let's do, um... Uh...
4: I used to get messed up. Okay. We're gonna do two songs for you. Let me do
5: my phone. It's new. <laughs>
3: I'm
5: not getting a good video on here. Welcome. All okay. right.
4: You want to do? It? I used to get messed up. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm. how we play it. All right, ready? I'm gonna start this one off, but you give me the count. Yeah. So you actually start this one off.
2: Yeah.
3: Let's go. I used to get messed up till I could barely breathe. I used to get messed up until I couldn't speak. I used to get messed up like you would not believe. What's and Used to get messed yeah. up till it was everything. He used to get that yeah. up. A lot worse.
4: played
1: the, the little lead there a little wrong All right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Woo. we love it hell oh, yeah say what
4: yeah. oh. <laughs> that's great next song uh Gone Pains fuck oh, yeah. I gotta prep myself because the, the range I have to make my balls go back into my <laughs> yeah, I, <do. laughs> just kidding. I had to find that last one there I had to go on a trip and find
5: her at the
3: beginning <laughs> <laughs> right, four, four. Oh shit <laughs>
1: Perfectly yeah. played. That's oh, all. We in usually
3: it. we
4: have a lead guitar player, so it's a oh, little different.
3: Oh, yeah, uh,
1: dude! Holy shit! But now we're oh. back. Uh, that was great. Thank you guys so, so much. in an back. apartment. Yeah. Dude, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. You just played a,
0: such a private show. You have no, we're not even recording right now, by the way. That's <laughs> it's cool. just a joke <laughs> No
5: worries.
2: But, um, on the no, drive was...
5: over, I was like, am I going to yell in
4: Gordon's house? And I was like, no, don't
5: do that shit. No, I do this every day
4: <laughs> no. between five and seven.
5: Well, his dogs have been barking all, all afternoon, too, or the neighbor's dogs. So, like, I don't feel that
0: bad. Uh, no, no, I don't feel bad at all. And that was, dude, that was fucking epic. That was so yeah, good. You guys, guys played. I've heard guys the you guys' songs, but unplugged. You, now, all of a sudden, you have seen that aesthetic to throw in there now. You can play that shit, too, and fucking little bass-side dashboard mix. Like, that was sick.
5: Yeah. Get ready to, number two, cry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Amen, dude. Thank you guys so much for that. That was fucking awesome. And everybody needs to go listen to your music. So where can everybody find College Radio?
4: Every streaming platform you can think of, we're on it. I believe we're on it. We should be
0: on it. If there's
5: one that we're not on, I don't know about it, and I don't want to. But look for us on Spotify, Bandcamp, uh, Apple Music, I believe we're on Tidal. I don't think anyone wants us on Tidal, but
3: we're there. <laughs>
4: yes, so take that, Nikki. You uh, and Kanye. He, <laughs> yeah. you find us at uh, at @college radio PNW, pretty much our handle everywhere. TikTok, uh Twitter, Instagram, F- Facebook. Facebook.
5: We do our best work on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah.
0: Sweet. And what TikTok about you guys? Try. What about you guys as individuals cuz you guys are fucking hilarious. Where can people find you on social?
4: Uh at Gordon underscore six six six. Yeah, and Fitting. mine is a Mountain Dew bass solo. <laughs> <laughs>
5: of course yes. there's no no spaces so there's three s's in a row but it's mountain dew based solo because those are two things that are awesome <laughs> oh
0: i fucking love it i love it awesome man well look i thank you guys so much for your time and just for the listeners out there the first song was i used to get messed up second song was growing pains and they're both fucking jams so find them on any platform you can and we'll be posting this on youtube as well just to support it's that it's the only so.
4: times we've ever played those acoustic too all so right it's kind of a first well and
0: yeah. dude yeah. they you might want to do that more often, too, because that slaps. Like I, I'm a big fan of acoustic I, in general, but
3: if too. it's ever a that private really living
0: good. room show, or if you guys want to come to my like fucking bedroom and play me a, a serenade... <laughs> play, like, that's...
1: play him till he goes to sleep. I
5: can definitely do that, but I'm going to require eye contact the entire
0: time. <laughs> Prolonged eye contact is a must in my bedroom, so let's do it oh my gosh sign me I'll up prop
5: your eyes open if i have to yeah. I don't <laughs> you won't even have to. orange
0: forceps g i'll promise you that you won't have to you won't have to do that at all <laughs> uh fuck thank you guys so much for your time and we'd love to yeah. have you guys on again
1: yeah we love it I can't
5: yeah. Us. yeah yeah just just say the word dude i'm here Yeah. Uh, if if you want to talk about uh e3 or cyberpunk or microsoft acquiring
0: bethesda <laughs>
5: And you have, like, four hours.
0: (laughs) Okay. We're down. All right. Gordon and Evan, man, thank you guys so much. Yes, thank you. Two sweet,
2: guys. Thank
0: you so much. And we're back, and holy
1: shit, that was fun. JR, how about College Radio, man? I was smiling the whole time. My face hurts. So it's pretty ecstatic, yeah.
0: Yeah, special thanks to Gordon and Evan again. That was so much fun. You guys were a fucking blast. And uh I had a blast talking MODOK with you man. JR, today was a good day. So uh anybody, anything you want to plug before we head out?
1: Uh you know I want to uh, plug Action City Comics like always. You know, I they think they're they're doing really good stuff over there. Um I want to say thank you to to uh, College Radio because uh that was our first time putting someone on and you know we're obviously you never know what you're going to get when you do stuff like this You're something new and um they just knocked it out of the park so i'm very thankful to them and i'm very thankful um i'm excited to to see the end result here and see it on youtube and see it you know on our podcast um yeah 100
0: percent, man always fun to mix it up and try something new and what better people to try that for the first time with um and i'm really excited for next week because we are doing we hit ten thousand listens Uh, in the past couple weeks. And so it's a big milestone for us, somewhere we didn't know we'd ever get. So we're doing a uh, reunion episode with Zach's coming back, he's coming on, and we're going to review our favorite clips from uh, our past 100 episodes. So uh, we're stoked for it. I mean, I'm stoked for it, Jared. What about you?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. We're going to do a um, sitcom clips sort of episode. Um, A lot of work goes into that, but we're going to pick our favorite moments uh, of, of the 10 K and, uh, it, you know, it's, it's fun. I think you, like you said, it was something that we, we started, um, you came to me about, you know, years ago and we did this in Zach's, uh, mom's patio, I think was the first time and put a computer in the room. And I think we did Aquaman or something was the first one. So, um, it's good to have Zach on for the episode and kind of relive our flashback moments as you see in sitcoms. So, cause we all love sitcoms around here
0: that we do and quite frankly who doesn't you know um so yeah we're really excited for that uh, but thank you guys so much for listening this week thank you college radio as always check us out at hop heroes podcast on instagram and twitter um catch y'all next week